and dreaming big, challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. What's up, buddy? Uh, 2019. (laughs) Prince is back. We're going to party like it's 2019. Yeah, you know, that's weird. I I think, gosh, it's it just goes by so fast. I can remember being in high school uh when that song first came out. I think it was eighty three ish. Right. And uh and I thought, man, nineteen ninety nine, that's forever. The cars are gonna fly and And that was twenty years ago. <laughs> I know. I'm just glad I'm still healthy. Twenty years ago. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, they go that much further <laughs> forward. It's, that's insane. It's, it's over. Yeah. Well, I think I think the key I think the key man is just recognizing how fast time really does go by. Right. You know they always say this like cliche thing is that the older you get, the faster it goes. Yeah. I'm gonna be 37 this year. I'm like they weren't lying. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're well into middle age, brother. Dang them. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me mad. I'm like I'm still in high school, man. I know you feel that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that part doesn't change. You know. Got to keep the little. The little squirrel in the, in the, the hamster wheel. You know, that's the fun part. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We are live here every single Wednesday from 1 to 3 p.m. Live streaming um, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're in the Standard Glass Studios at 106.7 FM, The Big Talker, where the show is rebroadcast every Sunday from 12 to 2. Uh, we've taken a couple of weeks of hiatus uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday to uh, spend some time with our families and kind of comply with culture. You know, it's like yeah. Thanksgiving, so stop everything, yeah. it, unless you're retail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts right after Halloween, man. The, the year goes off the cliff yeah. for productivity. Hey, you want to meet? No, can't do it. Got this to do. Yeah. Kids, whatever. All the above. Yeah, but it's okay. We'll take it. Yeah, it's good to be back with you guys, and uh, appreciate you tuning in. As always, we want you to join us on uh, the stream here, ask any questions, and, and chime in. This is a conversation kind of about um, you know real faith, real-world examples, not from a pulpit, not about the religious side of that conversation, but just about how we navigate this in everyday life. Uh, who did God create you to be? Uh, he's better than we can imagine. How do we begin to tap into that, live from heaven into earth uh, through our gift set, kind of awake people to their passion and purpose? That's what this is all about. The show is brought to you uh, by our corporate partners. We always want to thank those and kick off the segment with that. One of those being Dr. Greg Veeman of Seacoast Skin Surgery and Everlasting Strength. That's Dr. Veeman's ministry. Dr. Veeman has an incredible testimony. I uh, would encourage you guys to check him out, uh, pick up a copy of his book, uh, The God Diagnosis, and uh, you can reach out to them if you have any need for that at 910-256-2100. Um, so, Kev, we... Uh, like I said, been a bit of a hiatus here. We're kind of getting back into the swing of things. And and today, you and I kind of before the show navigate through, you know, what we feel like God's put on our heart to, to talk about. And today, I think we're going to unpack probably one of the most um, recognized verses in Christian culture, mm-hmm. um, top, top recognized verses, but really come at it from a different angle. And so I'm uh, I'm jazzed to do this. This is uh, for those who are, are, are tuned in here. This is uh, Proverbs three, five, and six. So, Kevin, you want to share the verse and, and kind of where we're going to go with that today? Uh, well, the the idea is lean not upon your own understanding, and, and God says that. Uh, you know, obviously that's uh, Solomon writing the words. And what's neat to see is that Solomon was this. Uh, at least under Old Covenant and Old Way 
the wisest man that ever lived, probably the wealthiest as well. So interesting how those things go together. Uh, uh, but wisdom, uh, it, it it's so powerful. Um, so when you take all that into consideration and the fact that it's God-inspired words, lean not upon your own understanding. Uh, so you've got the credibility, you get the house built, and then you digest the actual words. So it's not just the preacher down at the wherever who just got a fresh out of seminary saying it. It's God saying it through history, through great wisdom, uh, through experience, et cetera. Lean not upon your own understanding. And, you know, there's more to it, but that's the essential key. So we kind of take that and, and uh, go, oh, yeah, okay, okay, sure. And then then we go on and do it anyway. Right. And uh, so that's that's kind of what we want to talk about. Um, I'm a little fuzzy today. Had to take some stuff. Got a tough headache going on. Uh, maybe it's just post turkey <laughs> stuff. But but anyway, bear with me. We'll have some fun and uh, you know just just toss around some ideas about it to help encourage people on how to do this. Yeah. You know, instead of it being a big burden. Yeah, I think that's a big question. Is people go, okay, I know that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Yeah, but how do I do that? You know, how do I? How do I begin to do that? How do I begin yeah. to navigate that? And that's one of the, the questions that we always find ourselves navigating with people is people just say, well, how? Well, how? Well, how? Well, how? <laughs> right. and, and we have a saying around you, Print, that God is the how. That's right. And if you're trusting in him, that means you're not trusting in yourself. Right. And people go, well, what does that, does that mean that I just sit on a couch? And it, it, we polarize these issues <laughs> to the point. And if you'll really get honest and right. press and press and press and press, yeah. find out what's underneath it. And underneath it, is a lack of trust <laughs> and is a desire to lean on your own understanding. Yeah. And so if somebody will really dive into that, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get honest about, okay, I know scripture intellectually, mm-hmm. right. but I am not living it. Mm-hmm. There is a gap there. Right. How do we navigate that gap? That's what we do at Uprint. Absolutely. It's, it's connecting it. You know, the Bible teaches us to take God's word into our inmost parts. And we have references throughout Scripture, but one of them is, uh, uh, I, I think it's in uh, uh, reference to, I can't remember exactly, but uh, it's, I think it's John, but he's talking about eating the scroll, uh, and it may be a, a prophet. Uh, it's been a while since I've read that, but the uh, the idea is you take God's Word into your inmost parts. Now, we, we kind of cartoon that because we, you know, we see ourselves eating Bible pages or right. I used to have a friend in high school who would smoke a joint with those things. He'd roll them up in the bathroom and that was his way of taking it in. <laughs> ingesting the God's word. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, he's a funny guy. Interesting character. I imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not what we mean. <laughs> right. But uh, what it does mean something, you know, eat God's word, consume it, take it into your inmost parts. Well, what it means is it's got to get beyond your intellect. It's got to, uh, it's got to go from spirit to spirit. So it's got to come, uh, when we take the word in, we're taking it through our eyes and our ears and our mouth, you know, we're even saying the words. Um, so we also have the word of God, the implanted word that comes up where he speaks to us about us through our spirit. So that's easier sometimes to trust. We call it the gut or the conscience or what have you. But when we're reading his word, the way to take it in is and to get into this mode is to uh, uh, feel it. Yeah. And uh, so we can talk about that when we come back here in a minute. Uh, yeah. 
But uh, that's that's the essential way to uh, stop leaning on our intellect yeah. or our will. I, I think, you know, one of the interesting things, and having grown up in the South and kind of Christian culture, Bible culture, I mean, if you guys are watching this, you probably recognize this. It's like, you know, this to most people means we're going to have a Bible bee or a whatever, and, you know, we're going to memorize verses. And the first person to find John seventeen six right. or Jeremiah 7, whatever. Yeah. And it's like we teach people how to be efficient at finding things in the Word and also to the rote memorization of it. Right. And so what, what you're saying is what we want to really kind of uh, um, dive into today is there's a stark and, and significant difference between memorizing Bible verses by rote habit mm-hmm. and actually ingesting them right. into your innermost being by yeah. feeling them. Yeah. And that's what helps you live right. the word out instead of just knowing it up here. It's it's you have to get it into your heart, and uh, <clears throat> because it, it, that if you can do that, then you can lock on to the feeling, uh, and it can become an experience. And when you do that, that is what locks that thing in place. And the Bible, be it, it, you know, people say it becomes, I want it to be alive. Well, that's how you do it. That's how it comes alive. So, but but that's that's ultimately you know that's a whole nother show, and we've done that. We can do more of it, feeling the word, et cetera. But but that is a big part of how you begin to get away from leaning on your own understanding or your intellect or your will. We'll talk yeah. about that. Well, it's, it's a huge topic and one that I'm excited to dive into today. We appreciate those of you who are tuning in here um, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, as I said, we're here every single Wednesday. Appreciate you guys diving in, and we love your engagement. You know, ask any questions that you have. You know, um, if there's anything that we're bringing up that you uh, want to dive further into, uh, anything that you've experienced in your own life, you want to share a bit of your story, uh, we love to hear that. We love this is a conversation about how we can dive in this together and begin to wake up your faith um, wake up our faith collectively mm-hmm. and have a people who are truly becoming the hands and feet. As we say, it's it's not about where you go to church or how many Bible verses. It's about being the church right. in culture. That's what transforms culture. Yeah. And uh, and that's kind of the, the hole in history that you were created to fill. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint. And I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single week. We are the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization based right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. We come to you live every Wednesday from the Standard Glass Studios at Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Also rebroadcast every Sunday from 12 to 2 on the Big Talker. Uh, The show is podcasted as well. 
Um, Kevin, we were just talking about this. We have so much just great content. We just invite you guys to dive in. I mean, this show is free to you and um, is brought to you by our corporate partners. We just want to give you guys this just uh, pour out what we've learned, what we've experienced, um, and, and help you guys come alive in your faith and begin to see how you impact and influence the world around you uh, through God's gifts that he's given you. And that's what this is all about. Kevin, funny uh, kind of little segue here. Um, we were in the break talking about introversion versus extroversion, and uh, we got Nick Craig in the studio who produces the show for us, and he said that Thanksgiving for him, man, he was just in in his crib, at his house. Yeah. And you were like, that speaks my language. Yeah, for four days or what have you. That's introvert paradise, man. It's, it's awesome. And I'm going crazy. I'm, I'm thinking like, I can't have this. So I, I was curious if, if those of you are tuning in or watching, just throw in the comments down there, are you an introvert? Or are you an extrovert? Just a curious question. Or there's this thing, I guess, called ambivert or something like that. It's like I'm both. I'm an extroverted introvert. Oh, is that gone fluid too? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. It's like pick one. Anyway, that's what uh, that's what we talk about at the break here. But no, today, Kev, we're talking about – actually, before we dive back into the content, um, I want to recognize our corporate partners, uh, one of those being Chris Hutchins at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Chris is our exclusive mortgage partner with more than 20 years uh, of mortgage experience here in Wilmington. He has a great team around him as well. Uh, if you're needing quotes on purchasing a home, refinancing, whatever, give him a call, 910-344-0304. I actually had a chance to connect with Chris a couple of days ago. They're building a new office here in town, and we may actually host one of our Faith and Business uh, Leadership Series at the new office. So that was awesome. Cool. Great. Yeah, we, we've been uh, kind of hinting to him to come on the show and uh, just just uh, get his voice out there. But he's a great supporter of us, what we're doing, and we're very thankful. So that's yeah. cool, man, to hear. Yeah, good, good <clears throat> stuff. Um, so, Kev, today we're kind of we're unpacking this idea of taking the word from our head into our heart. It's specifically with this idea of lean not on your own understanding. Right. Right. Um, and so in the in the first segment, we opened up that conversation and kind of the, the tension that exists is we say verbally, lean not on your own understanding, but then we live by our own understanding. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Well, you got two different things going on here. You, you, it's, you know, faith is the dividing line between everything that pleases God and everything that doesn't because the scripture says it's impossible to please God without faith. So without it. Without it in every part of your life, you can't please him. Now, if you don't believe in God and you don't want to please him, then that's your business. But if you say that you do, um, then you have the responsibility to live that out, um, to be true to yourself as a believer. So really there's no escape. <laughs> you either have to live by faith or not. And uh, that's sort of why we get into this stuff and, um, and push a little bit. Um, but we have to think of it this way. Faith helps you see uh, when we we live in the daily moments and we live we see conflict, but but faith helps us see uh, there's conflict that there's conflict at one level, but there's harmony at another level. So you know it, it it's you you can see kind of the forest. Uh, you understand that in the moment, if you're facing a conflict or you're facing something that seems to be difficult, that God is using that to prepare something else. And when you can uh, let go of the the calculation, the struggle, the fear, 
all of these things that, that man created, products of the will, self-preservation, and, and focus on something different, then you can begin to let uh, yourself rest in God's arms, and then good things happen. The more you do that, the more you see that. Um, it's like kind of having a little drone or whatever, and you can you know, look at your on your phone and see, oh, wow, I'm not really in a forest. I'm really a, a, a mile away from civilization. Mm-hmm. And uh, so conflict at one level, faith helps you see that there's harmony at the other level. That that so so I'm I'm going to unpack that and and make sure I'm hearing it right. Yeah. Is you know when we have faith, it has the power to turn our conflict to uh, uh, an opportunity to rejoice. You use the word harmony. It, it takes something that seems conflicting right. and brings it into a harmonious thing right. because you know and you believe and you feel mm-hmm. that God is using this for the good. That right. greater is he who's in me, it's in the world. Right. And that's when the word begins to come alive, when right. you begin to navigate by that compass. You can absolutely live by the word, and, and you have the word so you can stand on it as your belief of faith develops. In other words, all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Well, that's great if you're in third grade and you, you get that you know in Sunday school and you memorize it, but to actually live that out is a different thing. And and that that has to be felt. So the only way to feel it is to apply it. Yeah, to go through it. Faith is action. Uh, it may be sitting, but it's still active. It's not. Uh, you know, you have to engage it. You have to go to that place. It's like saying, uh, saying I love God. Well, what does that really mean? It you have to feel that, right? You can't say to your spouse, oh, "I love you." And but you're forced to say that, or it's out of some weird duty. It's worthless. So you have to go there. Mm-hmm. And uh, faith is the same way. So it has to be engaged with the heart. Think with the heart. In other words, yeah. So one of the things that uh, you, Kevin, for those of you who don't know, I always share this. Kevin is um, Kevin has lived this out, and and from my experience, he's lived it out um, in a way that I have found very few people who've been willing to live it out. Uh, when I met Kevin. Uh, he was moved from Franklin, Tennessee to Wilmington, North Carolina, um, in, in God's leading there, um, by God's provision, um, shortly after his book, The Extravagant Fool, was published. And, and you know, to be very candid, when Kevin said, hey, man, here's a copy of my book, and he wasn't trying to push his book on me. He's just saying, this is my story. I can't tell it to you any way other than just saying, here, this is what God gave me how to write it. And, uh, you know, I began to dive into it um, as a 33-year-old guy. And uh, it began to challenge me in ways that caused me to want to kind of push it aside. Um, but but I did read it. And one of the things that God told you is that I would go through your book again, which was you didn't tell me that. But I told you on the back end, you know, Kev, I picked up your book again, man, and went through it again. And you said that's something that God put on my heart. And, and, and I want to read this because I pulled this out of your book the other day. Um, and, and it's powerful because this is your experience of this. You said for years— my decisions were made by subtle compromises with logic, desires, and feelings, exalting human reason above the foolish things revealed by the Spirit of God. Mm. And so when you, when you come to this place of making an active choice of what you're going to allow to navigate your life, you can quote Scripture all you want, but the, the point here, Mm-hmm. Is are you willing to be honest enough to say, is it truly guiding every facet of my life? Mm-hmm. And if there's anything that you're holding back from God in that moment, 
That's what he asks you to let go of. And that's when you learn to lean not on your own understanding. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Well, I think we got a a minute. We got a couple minutes, minute and a half. Um, Think of it this way. Uh, So, so we have to take these sort of paths and I got to a point where I just had had enough of one path and I, and it, it was good because I was 42, had great success uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, every, everything I've ever tried to really do with everything in me, I've been very successful at it. So that's great, right? That sort of sounds arrogant. What I'm saying is that's determination. That's willpower. You can do a lot with that, but you cannot be sustained. That's what I learned. I can't lean on me anymore. And we've, We're mentoring and working with a lot of different people and we're seeing this over and over again. Um, there's some very well-off, very high-level people that are going through this right now, and it's amazing. So we look kind of like wrecking balls, but at the big picture is we're changing the course of people's lives so they can truly live out who they are. So we'll come back, but I want to get into that idea versus what you, instead of focusing on what you're made of, we got to focus on what we're made for. Mm. That's the difference. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll hold we'll, on to that. Yeah, we'll carry that thought back in here after the break. And uh, you know, I just I want to encourage you guys. It, 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 you know, life is found kind of at the end of our will. Like that's the promise of the gospel. Yeah. At the right. end of our will, that's when we come alive for real. And everything else is secondary. Yeah. And so we want to help people move to that place. And that's what this is all about. Right. You're listening to uh, Wake Up Our Faith, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, right here on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We'll be back for more after a short break. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, live, actually here live in the Standard Glass Studios at Wilmington's Big Talker. Uh, rebroadcast on their programming uh, every Sunday from 12 to 2. We always want to encourage our listeners to check out the podcast as well. If you missed an episode, uh, go back. There's tons of content there. I uh, appreciate you guys being here for this. Uh, this show is made possible by our corporate partners, one of those being Century 21 Swoyer & Associates, our exclusive real estate partner and the largest um, and most successful Century 21 agency in the Carolinas. More than 30 years of family-owned business here in southeastern North Carolina, 
If you are looking to get in the real estate business, you're buying or selling a home or just need some market advice, give the folks at Century 21 Swoyer and Associates a call, 910-256-0021. So Kevin, for those that are just tuning in and kind of to recap where we are today, we're talking about the difference between saying and knowing the scripture that says, lean not on thy own understanding Mm -hmm. and actually living that way. Right. And and what we're saying is is it can never work for us to lean on our own understanding. It can't work ultimately because it can't be sustained. Sustained, that's right. You can have success with it, but it's dust yeah. at the end of the day. Sure. And you mentioned my story, and that that's a it's a great example of that. But uh, it's just common to all mankind. Whatever we build, whatever we create, whatever we do. Uh, apart from God, will not be sustained. It's dust. Yeah, and uh, you know that's not to say that God's not involved, and there are Cyruses and all that. But that's a whole different show. Right now, the idea is God says, "Do not lean upon this intellect, your own will, your own self-preservation, your calculation, your measurement, your logic, your common sense, whatever you want to call it. It's the same thing." Yeah, doesn't mean we don't use those things. It means we don't lean on them. And there is a vast, vast difference in saying it and carrying it out in your everyday life. So we want to get into that and the recipe for the right way versus the wrong way. Yeah, I just had a picture that brought this to to mind to me. If you're leaning on something, that thing is supporting you. Yeah. So here's the question in a different context Mm -hmm. is, are you supported by God's understanding or are you supported by your own? Right. And and asked in that way, that 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 opened it up to me as saying, Wow. <laughs> sure. You know, if you pull that understanding out, you will fall. Mm-hmm. But if you're not leaning on it, then you will stand right. you know, on that kind of foundation of the rock. So yeah. you, you had a powerful thought to bring this to life. Um, you know, you said in uh not what are you made of. Well, I'll just I'll just uh I, I jotted it down earlier. So first of all, you got our will. We we've kind of split this off into the sort of the right way or the wrong way. <coughs> we've got our will, which focuses on the how. Our will is uh it needs it has certain needs to feed it, right? It it's calculating, it's logical, it's full of regulation, it's all about safety and self preservation. Uh it's about finding the lesser of two evils. It's 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 all of those kinds of things. Um, it's you know full of measuring sticks like money, like a ruler, like mm-hmm. a clock, as if the sun rises at six a.m. because the clock says to. It's that okay. So that's that's just I just want to throw that out there. The other side of this is God's will, God's understanding. That's about the desires of our heart. Very different, uh, and uh, it's it's telescoping. Uh, like it's always building upon itself. We don't understand what's next, but there is more coming out of what has been. Um, it's always new. It's expanding. It's a mosaic. It creates harmony. It all works together. It works. That is natural. You don't have to tell a seed what to do. It just is a seed. And it doesn't ask you, where where's the soil? Where's the water? Where's the you know person to dig the hole? It just is a seed. It germinates. It's just a seed. So all that said, that's context for you. The other way to look at this is when you put it on one side versus the other, what I said earlier was uh, or at the very tail end of the last segment, our will, our understanding is focused on what are we made of? What are you made of? 
and mm-hmm. it, it makes you jump through hoops. Yeah. God's will is focused on what are you made for. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. What are you made of? That's a way to simplify. Like if I'm making a, a my will cake <laughs> and a God's will cake, there's a recipe here. But but the biggest ingredient is uh, how on the on the bad side. What are you made of? What are you made of? That's tough. That's about me. That's glory to me by accident. Yeah. Or versus what are you made for? Because you didn't make yourself. You know, God made you, and that, and you've got to obey Him by understanding and uncovering what that is. Here's what I'm hearing when when you're saying this is if you ask somebody, "What are you made of, boy?" You know that kind of I see yeah. this football. What are you made of? Um, yeah, it's pressure. It's it, striving. It's stress. Yes, it's it's wrapped in. You gonna show? You gonna prove yourself to me? You gonna show the world what right. you're made of? It's this thing that is all about stress. I got to do this. It's that M&M thing. It's like this is your one shot. Do not miss your chance. It's like uh-huh. the whole world is on your shoulders. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Whereas, you know, what are you made for to yeah. me is about hope. Yeah. It's about excitement. Yeah. It's about man, what 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 comes alive in my heart. Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, oh I think about culture, and we we walk with people, we talk to people. So many people are are, are trying to prove themselves worthy as a what are you made of, and they pat themselves on the back as a this is my effort and look at my grit, look at my determination. Right, I made it, and man, that's this yeah. this jacked up American way. Yeah, there was a was it Snoop Dogg. <laughs> was saying something the other day, uh, and I don't pay attention to this crap. Holly just mentioned it, and I thought it was funny. Uh, but he, I guess he won some kind of award, uh, whatever. But uh, I don't have anything against the guy, but it's just silly. He said, thank you to me for this, thank you to me for that, and thank you to me for the other thing. It's like, all right, man, we get it. You're, you're thanking you. You mm-hmm. know, great. So th- that's a perversion of God made you. You're an individual. You're beautiful. You're a wonderful creation. You meant to live out something specific for him versus uh, it's all about me and my will and my way. And I I am the uh, – look, one of the here's, – here's a, here's a great example. Um, Hitler, mm-hmm. one of the worst human beings ever on the planet Earth, at least by our, our – our, fundamental uh, measurement of bad or good, right? Hitler's greatest propaganda film, do you know what it was called? No clue. Uh, It's beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, Horrible, though. It's called The Triumph of the Will. It's called The Triumph of the Will. Interesting. Now, you think about this. I'm not saying people are Nazis, (laughs) Yeah. If they're if they're in that competitive striving mode, I'm saying that's where that goes to. That's the that's the ultimate perversion of that line of thinking. It's yeah, that's where it goes. It, it can't go anywhere else. If you if it doesn't become dust immediately, then it grows into, look at me, look at me, and yeah, you can do a lot with that. It's like the guy on the treadmill can run learn how to run a marathon, but the Ethiopian that gets out of bed can go 50 miles. And uh, and he's going to win every time because he's made for it. The other guy's not. So as soon as he quits, he's done. He mm-hmm. cannot sustain it. This is the difference between leaning on your understanding versus God's, your will versus his, self-preservation, the how versus God's going to do it, et cetera. Just follow it. 
There's this interesting thing that I just had this picture of Rocky Balboa. We talk about Rocky a lot on the show. We've talked about him before. Just as this idea of having that kind of uh, uh, perseverance, you know, of faith, of of getting back up when you get knocked down. Yep. But that gets hijacked into this thing if we're not careful. (laughs) Right. You know, I'm Rocky. I'm the underdog, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to win. Right. And, and And it becomes this glorification of self. Right. And, and I think the subtlety that we're trying to distinguish between here is is the Rocky that gets up because he believes that he was made for greatness mm-hmm. instead of the Rocky that gets up because he is great. Well, the, yeah, Rocky, what was great about Rocky, if, if you've got a, the right view of this thing, and I, I would say Sylvester Stallone, who is a believer, his intention behind the whole thing is Rocky's heart. Yeah, God's after that David willing go to any extreme heart, but it's about affection for God. Rocky had heart. Yeah, Rocky was tough and strong, and he could take a punch. That's like saying, you know, I can take my liquor. And you're bragging on that. You know, well, you're going to be throwing up in a few minutes. I mean, I've done that. Uh, but yes, uh, I have to. But it's the <laughs> most of us, right? But but it's it's the heart. And see, the heart has to to have passion and feeling for it, an affection for something else, something outside of it, and that's why that that's just a great character. It's not about his strength. Yeah, uh, it's about his heart. Yeah, we're we're gonna dive more into that here after a short break. You guys are watching and listening to Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham and Kevin Adams will be back for more right after this. Newprint was built around the idea that everyone matters. And that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given U-print. Think of it this way. God wants to leave His fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Matt Hamm, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday live here in the Standard Glass Studios, streaming Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is podcasted on iTunes, Wake Up Our Faith. Uh, I want to let you know about our corporate partners that make this show possible, one of those being Fountain Financial Associates. Chris Riley and the team at Fountain Financial Associates, they've been giving clients and families a better life for more than 20 years, and they are in the business, as they say, of keeping promises. If you need any financial oversight, financial advice, make sure to give Chris Riley and the folks at Fountain Financial a call, 910-256-8882. Also, too, want to just let you folks know, uh, for those of you that watch the show, you tune in. If you want to get more of this content, you know, a lot of times people say, well, your show's every Wednesday, you know, it's like Wednesday between Wednesday, like what do you do between then? We've created the Portable Faith Community as a way to be able to meet you every single morning with encouragement right to your device um, that, that starts your day off in a fre- with a fresh perspective 
Um, you can sign up and become a member. It's like two bucks a month to start out by getting texts. And there's a couple of different levels in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but would, would really encourage you guys to check that out. Uh, wakeupmyfaith.com. Um, Kev, today, talking about uh, lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. And we kind of ended the last segment with that's more of a heart issue than it is a, a habit issue. Um, right. As are things with the gospel. I mean, it's, it's really right. about the heart. So uh, helping people unpack how they begin to navigate this way. You said separate your will versus God's will. Mm-hmm. What are you made of? What are you made for? Right. Just kind of bring all that back in together and, and close out this first hour. Do you ever see uh, uh, Chevy Chase, uh, not Vacation, uh, the, the the one about Christmas, the the famous Christmas movie. Vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. I can't remember. Yeah. I told you I'm a little foggy today, just uh, got some Excedrin and – it just, uh, but you remember the turkey in that thing? <laughs> Dry out. Yeah. So think about it that way. That thing looks beautiful, but at some point it, it's just dust. That's right. That's right. And so if you read my book, The Extravagant Fool, uh, I give it to people um, not to put weight on them or to be a chore, but to help them see that God actually does what he says, and you can trust that. And so it, it, it's an encouragement. Uh, really, ultimately, as you read it, you go, "Wow, I never knew God was this good." And so, um, but it gets you. It also helps you come back to a place where you can go, "I don't want to to cook that stupid turkey that's going to just pop and turn into dust." And you know, I mean, you have to see the movie, but I just had that thought. But yeah, it's 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 uh, you know, last last show that we did uh, a couple weeks back, we we talked about, you know, sugar, a jar of sugar versus a jar of salt and the differences. And so a lot of things look the same on the surface. And if you stay intellectual with it, uh, then that's all you ever get. But you end up with dust in the end. So we wanted to go back down these two paths rather than just preach and say, hey, lean not upon your own understanding. You know, trust the Lord with all your heart. What does it actually look like? How is it lived out? How can you be encouraged by today in this broadcast versus just hearing somebody say the same stuff you already know? So, you know, that's what we're trying to accomplish here through different uh, just pictures and ideas and experiences. But I mentioned Hitler, yeah. you know, as an extreme. And, uh, I mean, look how that ended. It, it, it you know, it, it went really well for a while. It's all about rules and Swiss timing and, you know, German this and that. I mean, everything is just perfect in rules. And, and now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying anything good about it. <laughs> know that. It was awful. But, but the willpower, you know, the strength of I can do it, survival of the fittest, Darwinism, it, it's, it's all of that added up. And, you know, this guy pretty much took over Europe. Uh, he accomplished a lot, horribly so, and 50 million people, I think, were ended up being killed in the end when you add up all the, the war, you know, the veterans and everybody. So not just the Holocaust, but but look how it ended. It ended really, really bad. So triumph of the will, our willpower, it can do a lot of destructive things because it's inwardly faced. That's why God doesn't want us to lean on our own understanding or our will because that's now that's a crazy end game. But there's all levels of that along the way. And I'm not calling people Hitler. I'm just saying we all have that capacity in us 
to carry that out to its nth degree. But if it's not about God and it's not about letting go of that, then we miss the real reason we're here. What are you made for? This was about what are you made of. Hitler was all about what are you made of, down to what is your race. Yeah. I'm remembering a conversation that I had, and this is maybe a sensitive topic, but I think it's very poignant for somebody to grab here. I remember a conversation I had with a friend of mine. This has been, gosh, man, six or eight years ago. And and he called me because he was getting ready to go on a bachelor's weekend. And he was nervous because he said, man, I know that I'm probably going to do something I don't want to do, was basically what he said. And he was talking about going with these guys on a bachelor party. You know what guys do, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. And and I tried to paint this picture for him. I said, man, you have already resolved in your mind where you're going to let this go. Mm-hmm. Because if you're saying, I'm probably going to do this or whatnot, and I said, let me paint this picture. Do you, are you going to kill somebody while you're there? <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Would you be okay? No, I wouldn't be okay with that. Right. You've drawn a line in your mind uh-huh. that you're willing to cross. Right. And you're actively engaging uh-huh. in crossing that line. Sure. Although there's a line over here you won't cross, right. admittedly. Right. And I said, you're in dangerous territory because mm-hmm. you're starting to position and compartmentalize things. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's that self-reliance thing. Sure. That's that, okay, well, this is okay, but this is not. Right. And it's that jockeying for position. Mm-hmm. And that was a real eye-opening moment for this guy. He's like, man, you're absolutely right. And he said, I need to make a better decision on the front end of what I'm going to let navigate this, yeah. not the pressures of these people or this preconceived notion. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, apply this to your faith is we already know in large part what we're willing to do. Yeah. And it's like, I'm willing to go to church. I'm willing to give a tithe, but I'm not willing to give up a whole lot more than that if God asked me to. Yeah. You know, so you already in your mind have resolved to where I will go and where I won't go. Mm -hmm. And so we can't live that way. We have to be able to say, hey, where you go, I will go. I will follow. I won't lean on my own understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, our understanding is uh, it's faulty, and uh, it doesn't matter to what level of success you achieve in the world's eyes. It doesn't matter, and that's why I was using Hitler uh, in his great propaganda film. You should watch it. It's it's a really amazing piece for for you know being seventy years old, uh, it plus seventy seventy five years ago. Um, it's this propaganda film called The Triumph of the Will, and uh, it it supports. It's just this whole idea that, uh, man, it's humanism. It's it's awful. It's Darwinism. It's survival of the fittest. That is the end game to relying on our own will versus being like David, uh, who wasn't perfect. Um, I'll see. How are we doing We got a couple minutes before we wrap up this hour. We we think about, uh, you know, I've got all kind of notes here. I just discombobbled stuff today, but – we like to measure. We like to calculate. We need to be liberated from all this. Mm. Uh, we like it's because it, we, we we want it to be safe. We want it to be controlled. We want to control every moment, and, and, and it's just not good. Um, <clears throat> it sounds good, and we can yeah, but it. How many preachers uh, will preach this? Be not anxious about tomorrow. If God so clothes the grass of the field, will He not much that much more clothe you? How many preachers, and I've heard them say, well, you know, that's that's a great verse, but uh, this is reality. We do have to consider, and no, there's no but on that. There's no but on that. Yeah. So it's about what you're made for, not what you're made of. 
we're we're made of God. He made us. We we just we get victory. Now we got to get on with the why. We're so wrapped up, and this is what causes racism. It's what causes all the problems. It's our will, me, fairness, equality. All it's not about that. It's about grace. It's about being like Jesus, because you know you're now a son or a daughter of the living God. That's freedom, and you love people not because of what you get back, because of why you're here on earth to serve them to please God. So be not anxious about tomorrow. If God so clothes the grass of the field, will he not much more clothe you? Absolutely. So what's the other side of that? Fear, fear, fear. In Revelation, Holly pointed this out to me this morning. It says, uh, I think it's 21.8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the polluted, murderers, fornicators, all will take their place in the lake of fire. Cowardly and faithless are at the top of the list. Think about that. Lots to chew on, folks. This has been a good hour. We're coming back for a second hour of Wake Up Our Faith.